Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. Joining me today, we've got the new coach of Central Connecticut, Coach Sellers. Coach, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. John, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So, Coach, I remember the last time we spoke, it was pretty new into the job. So how have the first few months been uh, as being the head coach at Central? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. You know, uh, yeah, when I first talked, I don't even know if we even had the guys on campus yet. And now we got, you know, everybody's on campus, started school. We've been practicing. You know, we probably, we're probably 15, 16 practices in right now. Um, getting to know the guys. The guys are all doing pretty good, you know, off the court in class, in the classroom and stuff like that. And then on the court, I think we're getting better and better every day. So it's been a lot of fun. Good, good. It's glad to hear that it's been off to a good start. So I know you mentioned there the last time you didn't even have a complete roster when, when we first spoke. Why don't we take some time as we're getting ready for the season to tip off and take us through that roster. But I know you've got some returners, but you've also got a, a new group, a group of some new guys coming in. So take us through who fans should be on the lookout for heading into the season. Yeah, you know, we got a real good group of guys, you know, the returning guys that were here. Uh, the last few years, Ian Christian is a guy who um, he was probably, I think he was 12 points a game as a freshman and then 12 as a sophomore. And he got off to a really good start. And then last year, he kind of fell back and he was eight points a game. So we got to get him back. And so, you know, just yesterday in practice, he shot, you know, we stat practice every day. Ian shot nine for 12, nine for 11 from three. He really shoots the ball, and he can. Uh, he's a gym rat. He's always in the gym. I mean, he lives in this gym. So he's been really good early on for us. We're excited. We're expecting big things from him. He has to be better defensively, as do all the guys. So uh, we were really, you know, working on that part of the court. And then the next guy, you know, another returner is Nigel Scannelberry, lefty point guard from Rochester. And uh, Nigel last year had 85 assists and 45 turnovers. He was a really good point guard for uh, for those guys last year. And he's been really good for us. He's a, a really good leader. He's a hard worker. Um, he's a guy when, you know, I get on, you know, he takes it to heart and he comes back fighting even harder. Like if, if we're saying your defense has been bad today, he's going to bring it and try and pick it up. Uh, he's also been pushing the guys. So Nigel's going to be another really big piece for us. Um, and just all the things, the, lead, the leadership and listening and trying to get the coach's message over to the guys in the locker room. He'll be big. You'll count on him a lot for that. And then, you know, uh, one of the other guards is uh, Zach Newkirk. Zach Newkirk is another guy who, uh, same deal, like, like Nigel, is a really good athletic point guard. He's more of a 2-1, so he wants to score a little bit. But, you know, like I said, Ian shot the ball really well from three in practice yesterday. And overall, you know, since we've been doing stats for practice for the last 16 days, Nigel's been our leading three-point shooter. He's been shooting the ball really well. Um, so, you know, if we go with a small lineup, we could play those three guards together and they can, you know, do some damage for us. And he, uh, Zach is a 3.8 G-point in. 3.8 GPA guy. Um, he's a really smart guy. He's, you know, into the team. He's a team guy. He's, all of these guys are really sharing the ball in practice and, like, being unselfish. So 
he's a he's a great program guy and a guy who people are going to expect a lot out of and we expect a lot out of so he's been good um and another guard is trey mitchell and trey was trey is the returning leading scorer from last year he averaged 9.4 points a game last year coming back um he's a junior college transfer and trey is probably a six two six three guard when he got here last year, I think he was 190 pounds, and he's now about 200, 205. So he's put on some muscle. Yeah, he's put on muscle. And Trey, like all the guys, he, he, he's really good off the bounce. He can really shoot it. Um, I think he has a really high IQ and knows how to get open, knows how to, you know, he can really score and shoot the ball. So, you know, we got a good core of guards that return. Uh, the returners on the inside – um, we have Stefan Ayangma and Stefan, you know, uh, last year he shot, he was nine for 32 from three. So I, I, you know, I kind of told him, I said, Steph, I think you took probably 10 to 15 threes more than you should have, you should have taken. If he gets, he, he, he can shoot it though with time and space and rhythm, he can shoot three. So I want him to shoot him. I don't want him to turn him down, but I want him to be more of an inside presence offensive rebound, rim runs, set ball screens and roll to the rim, put pressure on the rim. And uh, so he got off early on to a slow start. And then the last couple of weeks, he really, really picked it up. He started to understand his role and embrace it. Um, so he, he's been, he's going to be really pleasant, pleasant surprise for us. And uh, the other big returner is uh, Ola. And Ola I cannot, you know, I have a trouble time pronouncing his last name. It's Ola. <laughs> Ola. <laughs> He's a Nigerian kid, 6'10", and another 3.7 GPA. Great kid. Now, he was injured last year, and uh, so basically he took the summer off. So he got back on the court, you know, really slow, kind of getting his knees strong and getting in condition. And then once he got in condition, He's been really like surprised the whole staff. We didn't we didn't expect a lot out out of Ola. He's been one of the guys who he's a big voice in practice. He's probably our most physical player. He he, I mean, he really really talks. We're trying to get guys to talk on defense and you know really communicate. And Ola's been like a leader in that. He's been really talking. Uh, he's been a really big time surprise for us. So. Ola's going to definitely see some minutes for us because his physicality and, and his, the way he communicates is going to help us. So those are the six returners, and, you know, those guys will be really into the mix. We're excited about them. They've been really, like, into what we're doing and all about the team. So they've been good. And now for our newcomers, probably uh, the guy who's been the biggest – uh, part of the whole the, the, the group is uh, Andre Snotty. And Andre is a 6'6", 220-pound, uh, you know, I, I, I say this all the time about him, and he doesn't like it, but he's like a Draymond Green type. He, he, he played a lot of point guard, he played a lot of point guard in high school. And then he went to St. Thomas Moore, and, you know, they put him at the four, which is his position. He's going to play four here. But he's a guy who can put the ball on the floor like a point guard. So he can make ball screen. He can come off a ball screen and make reads like a point guard. You know, he can guard anybody from the one to the four. He's a big physical kid. 
Um, you know, he's he's been really, really good. He's he's had a really good preseason. Um, and then the thing is, when you put him out at the four with the three small guards, he can make the he can play on the ball and he can make plays for those guards to make shots. So really, really like Andre Snotty a lot uh, as a four man. And then, you know, another four man that we have, Trent McLaughlin. It's a kid from uh, from Chandler, Arizona, who you know had a reputation as a shooter, and uh, you know six six, two hundred pounds. He can really stroke it from deep. Uh, he can get you know he had yesterday in practice. He got kind of hot and made three or four in a row. Um, but what he's what he's done is he can put it down and go past somebody and make them keep the ball moving. So in our offense, we want to you know guys only want to share the ball and we want to keep it moving. And uh, Trenton's been really good at like getting that ball moving. So those two freshmen inside at the four are going to help us. Trent, and they can both play some three. They can play on the perimeter, too. So those guys have been really good for us. Um, and then we have two bigs inside, two young bigs inside, Jaden Brown and uh, Abdul Momo, who are both freshman bigs. You know, Jaden, 6'9", average 6'7". They both are young. We had them. I had them in yesterday watching film, you know, because everything is so new to them. So uh, those guys are going to they're going to help us inside those two freshmen. So, yeah, we're excited about this group. When it came time to filling out the roster there, what were you looking for in freshmen, you know, to bring in as part of your first recruiting class? What do you what were you looking for in terms of the type of player to, to bring in, given what you had coming back? Well, first and foremost, I want to good kids. I wanted good guys. I wanted guys that you can coach. You can get on them. You can push them. You can coach them. And so that, I looked for the character first was the first thing. And then um, the other thing was unselfishness. Like, you know, as a player, when I was a player, I was a role player. And my roommate uh, was a guy who could really, really shoot the ball. So my job, I wanted to get him open. So I would set as many good screens to get him open. So I had to, you know, give him myself to get him shot. And when he made a three, I felt like I made a shot. So <laughs> I wanted unself, I wanted unselfish guys, and that's what we we went after first. And then um, I knew we had three guards. You know, when I got here, we had seven guys in the portal. So we didn't we didn't know if we had Nigel coming back. So we went out and got another guard, Devontae Swept, who's been really good for us. And uh, he's a small guard, quick and fast from Lawrence Academy in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So he's been, uh, he, he's another guard who's been really good. So we wanted to have that guard, that point guard role kind of solidified, if anything. And so we went out to him. And then we also, we, need, we know we needed a couple big guys inside. And that's why, that's where Jaden Brown came into play in uh, Abdul Momo. And Jaden is a guy, he's 6'9". You know, his, I recruited his brother, Terrell, who went to Pittsburgh. And now that San Diego State, and I wanted uh, Jaden because Jaden could step out, he could shoot, he could pass, he could post up, he could block shots. So we try to get some size, and then you know, obviously, I, I'm big on point guards. I want guys who know how to play and get everybody organized. So that, that was why Devontae was so important for us early on. And then um, you know, we, we we got Hagel Augustine, who's a six three Division two transfer. And you know, he averaged 21 a game and nine rebounds a game. He's probably our best rebound on the team right now. So, uh, you know, we wanted somebody who can rebound, who was tough, and he was a veteran. And so, yeah, that, those are some of the guys that we went after early. 
As you head into your first year here as a head coach, you know, given the results of the past few years at, at Central, what are the goals for year one of this program for you to say, hey, the, at the end of the season, come March, this has been a successful year for, for your Blue Devils? Well, you know, um, this is when you go back and you look at the stats, you look at Ken Palm, you look at the, our league. We were one of the uh, one of the bottom feeders on def- on a defensive end. And uh, we wanna we wanna get you know top of the pack and on the defensive end. I think if we get we move ourselves up from, from the bottom to one of the top three in the, on defense in this league, offensively we have enough firepower. We can you know we can we'll have a chance to be in the mix. So uh, I, I'm gonna look at where we are as a defensive unit as a team, our defensive efficiency. Um, how we're rebounding the basketball. If we do that as a team, I think you'll, that'll, that'll bear itself in the league standings. Now, what that means, you know, middle of the pack, top of the league, where we, I, I don't know where that's going to be, but I think if, if we have a positive result on the defensive end, I'll be, I'll be happy with that. And I think that'll put us somewhere in the middle of the pack or, or higher. Yeah, no, it's definitely defense that goes out there and can, can make a big difference. So interesting to see you put in the value there. I know, you know, you've got a really tough non-conference schedule that you've you put together. Take us through what you're hoping to get out of that non-conference schedule, playing teams like UConn, like uh, Rutgers and Providence, uh, NC State, UMass Lowell, um, you know, Hartford, those teams, what are you hoping to get out of playing that type of a schedule to then, you know, be able to help you guys come come league play? Well, I mean, the schedule, I got the job really late, so a lot of the schedule was done. So, man, <laughs> I, it is, it's a very, very tough schedule. Um, you know, uh, with the six returners and then we got 10 new players, those guys are going to be going into like a, in the first game of the year, we got UConn. They're ranked 24th in the country and then second in the Big East. So that's a big-time game. It's a big-time team right from the jump. So what you want to gain is you want to go there and you want to compete. You want to compete at a high level. You want to – all the stuff we've, we've done in practice, the X and O's, we want to be able to execute. And we talk about it all the time, fellas. You know, our first games versus Connecticut, it's going to be some uh, – some really, they're going to have probably two or three pros on the floor. You're going to see two or three of these guys maybe in the NBA at some point. Um, so we have to go in there and execute and compete and, you know, box, you know boxing out. I, like we talk about box, we do all these rebounding drills or whatever. And I was like, I said, you can box a guy out at Connecticut and he might be, might be able to jump right over you, get the ball and dunk it. So you, and you can't get discouraged. So we're going to have to, if they dunk the ball, we're going to have to get the ball out of the net. And we're going to run it right back at them. We want to, we, we want, I want to see our guys compete. And so, you know, with this schedule, it's a lot of good teams. Uh, you mentioned, uh, Hartford. Hartford, you know, went to the NCAA tournament last year. Really good team. They got that team, you know, all their guys back plus a couple of transfers. So that's going to be a tough game that we're going to have to really just go in and, and compete every day. So when you, when you're going against these high level teams every day, um, you're hoping it's getting you prepared and you hopefully you get some successes uh, in a couple of games, a few of the games or whatever, so you can feel good about it and continue to work. And then it carries us over into our league. And once you get to the league, 
you know, we'll have teams like on our level that we can we can go to war and hopefully that non conference has gotten us hardened up and toughened up so to get us prepared for that league schedule. Okay, yeah, out of here on this one. Yeah, I know you were at the uh, breakfast the other morning with with all the other coaches in the state. I think you've got four Connecticut teams uh, on the schedule there. What's it like, uh, you know, playing those teams and then, you know, just having interacted with those coaches, whether it's at the breakfast or getting to play them this year? What do you think that says about the state of things here in Connecticut around the, the strength of college basketball in the state? Yeah, you know, <laughs> out of those those coaches, you know, like all those guys up on the on the podium the other day we're all friends i'm friend like baker was at villanova when i was at uconn baker was a player when i was at uconn as a coach so i've known <laughs> baker you know because he was a player and then obviously i worked for jay at fairfield yep. i uh i worked with anthony back as an assistant anthony latina back as an assistant at central connecticut back in the days i've worked at uconn and when i was at uconn um danny was the coach at st benedict's and we recruited like two or three of his players so they would bring them up to our elite camps and everything so i've known danny and then johnny johnny gallagher and i have been friends forever um we have a mutual friend in roland houston that we've been boys with forever so we uh we've known each other so all those guys i'm friends with um and obviously you want to you know you got to compete against those guys and play against those guys so you know once you they throw the ball up and you get in between those lines you're gonna go at it and then afterwards, you know, you shake hands and you, you kind of talk or whatever. And then, you know, you, you're still friends. So that the, the state of the basketball in Connecticut, this this is a basketball mad state. You know, this state loves basketball. Um, you know, obviously back then with Coach Calhoun and some of Kevin Ollie's days, you know, you have some national championships, you have some good teams. And then even the teams here at Central Connecticut early in the early 2000s, we had some good teams. Hartford going to the tournament for the first time last year. That kind of, you know, got those guys juiced up. Um, and Sacred Heart was finished third in the league, and they, they've won. They've had a pretty good record in NEC the last five years. So, And then Jay at Fairfield, we went to the, the conference championship last year. Zayona. So it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of good basketball in the state. So if the fans of Connecticut have to be uh, you know excited about it. And then when we go against each other, I think it's it's all it's always fun, you know. It's like a backyard fight, the neighborhood fight. Everybody's going at it, so we're excited about it. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be great for the fans being able to be back out at games this year. I know, I know, everyone's looking forward to it. So, coach, I, I really appreciate the time and best of luck this year. Looking forward to seeing your team out there. Jared, thank you very much, man. Hope I hope to see you here too. Absolutely, we'll see you out there. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Kotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.